Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host and sober pal, Courtney Anderson. You are listening to episode 74. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the third week of January. I hope you are staying well and healthy out there on the streets in current times. Before I get into today's episode, remember if you need any help on your sober journey, I have coaching services. I have my one-on-one and my group coaching program called Sober Focus. You can find that information at CourtneyRecovered.com or in the show notes. I link everything there. Also, too, grab your free 30-day Sober Not Boring calendar just to spark some things of what you can do without drinking. Because, Lord, I know I needed this when I quit drinking. So today, in today's episode... This might sound like I'm ranting. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a rant or whatnot, but I have to address this because I have gotten killed, and I've said this before on shows, I have gotten killed either on social media, I've received emails about this with my whole, and again, everybody has to remember, this is just my point of view when it comes to this podcast of my point of view of my own recovery journey, sobriety journey, my perspective of addiction, my point of view of alcoholism, all of that, and two of, you know, speaking about it out loud in my thoughts. Now, does it make it real? To me, it does. Again, it's a perspective. I have gotten killed on the comments I have made about relapsing. I'm going to say that again. I have gotten killed on the comments I have said about relapsing. People want to argue this. People want to understand why I say what I say. And this is what I have to say about it. It fucking happens, man. It's not part of everybody's journey, but it's part of a lot of people's journey where they relapse. Now, have I had a relapse in the past nine years with alcohol? No, I have not. But I tried for four years prior to that to quit fucking drinking and nothing stuck. Now, was I on a road of sobriety then? No. But I was trying to figure out, well, no, let me take that back. Maybe. Because I knew at 25, there was a voice inside of me that said, like, I was going to have to quit drinking. So from 25 to 29, I tried to figure out how I could still have alcohol in my life. And it just did not work. Okay. But even though I have nine years of sobriety, it doesn't fucking mean shit. Because as I said on the first episode of the season, episode 72, stepping into this role of motherhood, I mean, you are pushed with 
with baby. I don't, I don't know what it's like to have a five-year-old, 10-year-old, 50. Okay. So I'm just talking about right now. You are pushed to the point. And I've had people say this to me too in the last four months where they're like, you will be pushed to a point where you feel like you can't take it anymore. And then all of a sudden it changes. Okay. So I've been pushed to a couple points where my thought process has then gone to be like, oh man, I understand why people cope with alcohol during this. Like I understand where where women can develop drinking problems in, in motherhood because it is a lot. When you have like a little sack, four, 14 pound sack of, of love just screaming at you and you've done the most for them that day, you're just like, what in the hell? Like, <laughs> what else can I do? So the thought process has come back into, into my mind. My drinking dreams have increased, which I know why they have. And I'm just taking it a day at a time. Do I plan on drinking? No. But my point of me saying this is I don't even know in my own journey if down the road what's going to be thrown at me where where I just don't know where it's going to go. Curious elixirs are booze-free craft cocktails infused with adaptogens to help you unwind. Whether you're sober or sober curious, toasting your team or sipping solo, Curious Elixirs is on a mission to create the world's most sophisticated cocktails without the alcohol. Inspired like classics like the Aperol Spritz and the Spicy Margarita, every Curious Elixir is handcrafted with organic ingredients and no refined sugar. Their ingredients include adaptogens and plants that benefit your body, helping you relax and distress without the hangover. They offer one-time orders as well as subscribers only Curious Cocktail Club to ensure your fridge stays stocked. Order Curious Elixirs online and have it shipped directly to your door at CuriousElixirs.com or you can find the direct link in the show notes. Remember to use code SOBERVIBES at checkout where you will receive $10 off orders $50 or more. My personal favorite is number four. You can either order the flavors separately or order a mixed box. I suggest ordering the box with the mixed flavors so you can try them all and have fun with them. I got my husband onto them over the holidays and he loved them. Again, you can sip on these at dinner, you can bring them over to a friend's house if you're going to a party, you know there's gonna be alcohol there and you don't wanna drink, bring a couple. And I guarantee you, no one will ever know because they really do look like cocktails. The coloring is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So just pour over some ice, put some fruit in each one of them, and you are good to go. So remember to use code SOBERVIBES at checkout to receive your $10 off orders of $50 or more. Enjoy! Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. Like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha, it helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels or Organifi Gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. 
You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to www.organifi.com slash SoberVibes and use code SoberVibes for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com backslash SoberVibes and use SoberVibes for 20% off any item. I use Organifi Green and Organifi Gold every day. The greens I use before I even drink my morning coffee and Organifi Golds I use at nighttime. I drink, it's like a dessert to me now. And I look forward to both of them every day, truly. So the link is in the show notes as well to make it a little bit easier if you do not go to the website, but the link's in the show notes. And remember to use code SOBERVIBES at checkout to receive 20% off your items. Enjoy. So when people try to argue or tell me that me saying in my podcast explaining about relapse and telling me that I'm giving people a pass or making it okay for them to relapse, I have to say no on that. I'm I'm not giving people a pass. Even when I work with my one-on-one clients, I tell them straight up, if you relapse, because I cannot guarantee anybody's sobriety, but if you relapse, if you have a bump in your road, you need to tell me because then we can work through it and why it got to the point that it did. Statistically, because you know I have a lady boner about numbers, 80% of people who try to quit drinking or drug use, they end up relapsing. Even if they go to a fucking rehab and pay thousands and thousands of dollars because this is the disease of addiction. It's a thinking disease. We live in a world too where alcohol is at every corner. You can get alcohol at gas stations. You know, if you quit drinking and you go and then you you transfer addiction to something else, then you have that. I have a friend. She was a heroin addict. She then went from heroin to alcohol. It's so accessible are in this country now. It's crazy. So the whole relapse thing, it's like I'm trying to speak of a place of non-judgment and understanding. And let's not forget what the past two years have been like for people. So I think for anybody, if they want to question, which again, I don't mind answering questions because then it gives me some perspective, but you have to put yourself in other people's shoes. The past two years, people have lost jobs. The past two years, people have been in and out of quarantine, either, you know, either if it was forced by your state's government, you know, for for lockdowns, or if you were had to quarantine because you were exposed to COVID. I mean, all of it. It's hard on the psyche. And then then you put in just the way the heaviness of the world too of incidences that have happened within these past years, the past two years. It's fucked up. And it's a lot. And nobody gave a book on how to survive a global pandemic. There has been no book written. So please, somebody write it for like in the next, you know, 100 years that somebody can find it and be like, all right, what were they doing in 2020? (laughs) So when structure gets taken away too, that can fuck somebody up. 
and meetings weren't available, you know, and not everybody is down with, with online meetings. A lot of people like the in-person connection, in-person therapy, all of that. It, you know, it was part of their daily routine and that's where they thrive. Okay. So I come from a place of empathy and understanding that not everybody's situation is mine. Not everybody's situations is my sister's. Not everybody's situations is the man who lives three doors down. I don't know what his situation is, but I'm just trying to have an understanding of you got to put yourself in other people's shoes. And that's where in this community, we cannot be so fucking hard on one another of like pointing the fingers of, you, you know, you shouldn't have relapsed blah, 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 because it's just the nature of the beast. But what we can do there is support one another and help a person out. That's what we can do. So again, I'm not giving, I'm not giving a pass. And if somebody listens to this and they relapse, that is not on me. That is their responsibility to take just because I said the words that I said, because if the thought was already there before listening to a little me speak upon this, but you have to really, that's why anybody can quit drinking. You have to figure out underneath the layers of like why you drink and why those feelings are suppressed. So definitely on this podcast for this season, when I thought about it and during my maternity leave, I want to share a little bit more stories of people who have chronically relapsed. I shouldn't even say chronically, but people who have relapsed because you listen to them and that you know i have a friend his name's sparky and spark plug sparky's not his real name that's the name i've given to him for for many many years i mean he had eight years and then he went out and now he's 25 years sober so it's just like it's possible at any stage to lose to lose that to lose those quote-unquote numbers but You can't ever forget the time you had before the relapse because that doesn't go away. And what this, it's a continuous work in fucking progress. And that's all we can do is try our best every day. Reach out for help if you need it. Reach out for support and accountability. And even to just speaking, if you had a relapse, that is doing something different than not saying anything at all before. Baby steps. Just got to baby steps us. Okay. So I hope this better understands from my point of view of how I speak about relapse. It's just, as I said, it's the nature of the beast. There's really nothing more I can say about that. And statistically, look at the numbers and look what has happened and just a little less judgment and a little bit more love and understanding. All right. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for this audience in the space to speak some of my truth. So keep on trucking everybody and stay safe out there.